podcast made by women for women. We talk with a wide variety of experts ranging from a sex therapist to the CDC and everywhere in between to bring you the stories you're only going to hear here. Our goal is to entertain and educate because it's more clear now than ever just how much we as women are doing as parents, as spouses, employees, just as everything. Don't miss out on being in the know. Subscribe to Soul Source wherever you listen to podcasts today. Leave us a review too, because this part's really important. When you leave those reviews, that's how we're able to continue bringing you the content you love each and every week. So buckle up, Soul Source Society, because we're about to get started. It will get to be like closer to 10, oh. where now I'm like, now I'm turning on my phone and turning on the TV and like those bright screens are the last thing I'm seeing before I end up heading to bed. And it's a lot of stimulation that probably doesn't help my brain turn off or like even relax. Hello, Soul Source Society. You're used to hearing the voice of Raquel or Lisa. So you might be wondering who in the world is this? Well, you have Katie here and Tracy too. We both have been a part of the Soul Source team for a while now but have mostly been doing some behind the scenes things. You'll still be hearing from Raquel most of the time and Lisa too, but occasionally Katie and I are gonna sit down to chat with each other about our thoughts on the topics that are coming up in future episodes. For today, it's all about sleep. In next Monday's episode on September 13th, Raquel is sitting down with Victoria Lockard, one of the hosts of the podcast Snoozecast. Tracy and I are really looking forward to listening to that episode because between having young kids and just some bad habits, we really don't get as much good sleep as we should be. We're going to chat through some of the struggles we face as they relate to sleep before Victoria comes in next week to share her wisdom. What are your sleep habits like? Um, Okay, so my sleep habits are, I think I get enough sleep. Let's just start there because I don't really worry about waking up too early in the morning um but i also don't worry about going to bed consistently at night sure i i feel very the same um it wasn't always like that um but yeah right now i would say i'm probably in that same ballpark um but we're really really similar in that like i'm not a morning person and if you let me sleep in until like 11 a.m i'll do it um (laughs) And then I'll go to sleep really, really late. I it's, it's like that sleep procrastination that people talk about where it's like now, especially having a toddler, he goes to sleep at like 8.30. And so from like 8.30 and on, that's like me time. And I, even if I get tired around like 11, I don't wanna go to sleep um, because I want to watch the shows that I can't watch when he's around or I just want to have some alone time without my adorable little son clinging to my leg i love him but like man i really like when he's sleeping too um so that i can just have some adult time how how it kind of used to be and everything too because i miss that so i would say most nights yeah seven or eight hours but i definitely do still have some nights where it's more like five or six because i just refuse to go to sleep ah yeah i i don't i'm probably not that much of a procrastinator like yeah. I, I wouldn't say i let myself i i think i would get a little nervous if i only knew five hours was in my yeah <laughs> so i definitely go to bed i i would say though that i am putting screens in front of my face yeah. before i go to sleep for sure because that's um an easy way to relax you know watch the mm-hmm. shows that you want to watch like yeah 
turn off the blippy and the <laughs> cartoons and the <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 also too though i feel like i don't even start that me time until kind of late in yeah in the night though too and and it's because there's other stuff around the house too yeah. that needs to get done so it's like my relaxation me time doesn't really start even as soon as they go to bed it's even a little bit after that yeah. so it's like then the night really just pushes it really pushes into the night I guess. yeah you know that that is very true i i definitely find myself doing a lot of the chores around the house after he goes to sleep because that's when i can get it done um i also kind of get like an energy burst because i think it's <laughs> that like oh my gosh i can get so much done because no one's going to bother me right now so i can get all of the dishes done i could do the laundry like without having to like pause in the middle of doing something yeah, so like motivation yes. status yeah i get that for but sure but i think it definitely is where some of my bad habits come in because i do all of that and then like you said it will get to be like closer to 10 where now i'm like now i'm turning on my phone and turning on the tv and like those bright screens are the last thing i'm seeing before i end up heading to bed and it's a lot of stimulation that probably doesn't help my brain turn off or like even relax i call it relaxing but i'm sure that in the matter of like sleep or your brain it's not yeah. Well, you have a lot of stuff on your plate. I mean, mm-hmm. we all do, right? We both work full time. We have kids. And so like you think of all of that stuff going on. I know for me, like a lot of that stuff needs to get checked off before I even can sleep well. Yeah. To begin with. So the the things I think of or like that are going on as I lay down to sleep, like what's coming up tomorrow? Yeah. What do we have to do? Where do we have to go? And like that plays a little bit into it too so it's almost like how much can I do tonight Uh, yeah (laughs) before I go to sleep to kind of check those boxes yeah I know because I there there's definitely some people that were like they'll have a list of things and they'll do some of it in the morning I can't if I have things that are like not done that I could potentially get done that night like I, I need to do them because if they're not done by the time I go to sleep, it's all I'm going to think about and my brain's not going to shut off. And yeah. oh man. Yeah, I'm the same exact way. I had a roommate in college who was excellent at procrastinating, not sleep <laughs> procrastinating, just procrastinating. And she would, she, she'd have a paper due at a class that started at 8 a.m. and she would just go to bed and it wouldn't be done and she'd wake up 5 36 in the morning crank out a paper and go to class at eight and like that's not how i function no i, I couldn't either I, I would write that paper until like 2 a.m or 3 a.m until it was done same like i don't know not that that's right but like i think that's the only way that i could like like turn live your my brain life. off right? yeah like, exactly I think that, that's the piece for me is like i think i would think about that paper all night like yes. sleeping or not like i it would probably blur into my dreams <laughs> or right because it, right. it's on my mind it's on my brain yeah yeah it definitely and it's 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 funny i remember having those like all-nighters and everything and in, in college too and it it man the next day like you really really feel it like you can if you didn't think that sleep was important before then you have like an all-nighter where the next day you're like feeling sick and like dizzy and it's impacting your whole day and you can't focus so it's oh man sleep is so important so it's like Mm -hmm. why do i treat it so badly i don't really know yeah well it's a bad it's just habit it's a habit but then it's also something you kind of take for granted until you like don't have it so like when we had kids that really like, you know, tiny blocks of sleep, that yeah. that no long stretch of sleep really makes you appreciate that like 
good yeah. five, six, seven, eight hours of sleep. And so, but I also think that when you've got five, six, seven hours, you know, eight hours of sleep consistently, you kind of take it for granted. I, yeah, no, I would agree with that. I also feel, I think it feels different that when you, when you don't get enough sleep and it's because it's your own fault, like you feel it, but I feel like it feels different than when you don't get enough sleep because of kids. (laughs) Because I remember when I had a newborn, you're up like every two hours, you never have like that nice full night of sleep. And Oh man. So not only are you kind of like feeling dizzy and like feeling sick, you just almost feel like miserable. Like how is this my life? And I like love this little human, but I am out of my mind. And when I had those all nighters in college, like, yes, I was like (laughs) dizzy and sick and everything. But I'm like, well, I did it to myself. Myself. I can't. (laughs) Right. I was like, when it's out of your control, it has like this other layer of just like almost feeling miserable. Just want to sleep. I know. Like, that's (laughs) all I want to do. And the world won't let me. (laughs) I 100% get it. So when our second was born, like he was probably your average bad sleeper. I mean, looking back at it, was he awful? It sure felt like it. I don't know. I don't know. I think I was just so tired. Yeah. And the fact that you could never, I, I didn't catch up. I, it was like draining me. And so I ended up renting a bassinet device called a snoo. A and snoo. It, it, a snoo. <laughs> so cute like snooze but just (laughs) snoo and it was awesome so it's like totally wi-fi enabled it is like cry sensing okay so just think about that for a second no kidding what (laughs) when it would sense him crying it would engage sounds it would start rocking and if he cried louder the the white noise would turn up louder the rocks would get a little bit more aggressive that is crazy it took that first layer now okay i obviously did not just like let the bassinet care for my <laughs> child right but it actually did work yeah. in that instead of me having to get up out of bed and go you know put my hand on him mm-hmm. and tell him everything's okay. Um, it did that for me and, and it worked. He would typically yeah. put himself back to sleep then without me or my husband having to go in there and hold him or, <laughs> you know, put our hand on him and rock him or whatever. It took me a while to like decide to rent this thing because I'm typically a pretty thrifty person and I'm not trying yeah. to like, blow the budget on, you know, like a little device or whatever, but I was losing it. I was out of my mind. I was so, so, so tired from just like these tiny pockets of sleep and their advertising a hundred percent got me. It was like under (laughs) $5 a day. And I thought under $5 a day, (laughs) like if somebody asked me, would you like to sleep tonight for $5? I would have said yes. A hundred percent. Take my money. So they, yes, they did. And it worked. It was an awesome device. Um, really. And I learned a lot too, because it was developed by, um, a doctor who also like wrote a book about infant sleep and baby sleep, toddler sleep, all that. So I got that book from the library. I read a lot about it and it was just really interesting. Sleep is very interesting because it's, it's so necessary. And so it's really interesting. And yeah, I, I don't know if like baby sleep is different than, 
adult sleep but like i remember learning a little bit about it and there's like i don't know much but there's like different stages and you have like REM sleep and like after a couple of hours you fall into like this really deep sleep which is like super important for like healing your body and and getting that much needed rest and so it's like if you if you have a baby that that's waking up so frequently then you never reach that stage that's so important and like they're not either Mm -hmm. and i i don't know if baby sleep is different but it's like you really really do lose your sanity and you can get sick if you don't get enough sleep in like the right stages and stuff so 100 percent, i would pay money if it meant that i could sleep i would do the same thing yep oh man money money well spent (laughs) yes yes and you know what's funny about it too and and you can tell me if you're the same way but like i probably treat my sleep I don't put it as a priority. I mean, it is yeah. obviously I go to bed every night, but, <laughs> but, um, you know, when is not as consistent every night when I wake up, isn't truly consistent either. Yeah. Um, but I try really hard to do that for my kids. I yeah. want them to have that same consistent, go to bed, take a nap, wake up in the morning type of routine. Yeah. Um, because I know how important it yeah. is. And yet I don't, treat myself that yeah way. that is really weird I I am the exact same way because my son Cass he he'll wake up like usually at 7 30 in the morning every day and then he goes to sleep at 8 30 every single night without fail and he also has a nap in the middle of the day and we're very very like not super strict about it but like it happens every single day and I don't know that I've ever done that for myself I've never been like let's go to sleep at 11 p.m it is very much of a I will scroll through TikTok or I will watch some shows until my eyes are so tired that I'm like, I should probably go to sleep now. And then unless I have to work, I will sleep until I get woken up by either like six alarms that I set or um, my son waking up. But no, I've never had a consistent schedule. And I'm wondering if that would like, I'm wondering how important that is of like, waking up at the same time every day and going to sleep at the same time every day how how differently would you yeah like would you have more rest like would your body get used to that or does it just matter that you get eight hours of sleep does it have to be eight hours at the same time I don't know I don't know the answer to that question do you have trouble falling asleep um it depends I think I think well that could be another part of why I've gotten into like a bad habit because sometimes yeah if there's a lot going on in my life then my brain I have a hard time shutting it off so I will just kind of lay there um, for quite a long time I've always had screens in front of me so I think that probably doesn't help so yeah I definitely do have some nights where I'm maybe tossing and turning for like an hour or more trying to go to sleep um but then there's those other nights where I was like watching shows or like scrolling through tiktok until i was like dead tired and then i could like lay down on my pillow and almost go to sleep instantly so but then it was already really late at night so Mm -hmm. i wonder how a routine would play into that for you know that is what truly is necessary to like ditch the tossing and turning and and like fall asleep really easily i don't typically have trouble falling asleep like screens or not um but when i do it's pretty infrequent. Gosh, is it frustrating? Yeah. So frustrating. Oh yeah. To not be able to just relax and turn it off and and fall asleep. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. All right. So what should we do to hold each other accountable? I think we need to do a little test here for ourselves. Maybe like set a bedtime. 
Yeah. Think you can do it, Katie? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> or maybe I, first I, we take the screens away at night. Right. What do I you mean, think is a good first They step? almost go hand in hand, right? Because I, I think we'd have to look into like, how long should you go without having a screen before you go to bed? I'm sure there's recommendations, but I, I definitely do think, especially for like work weeks and everything, going to sleep at like 11 p.m. is probably very reasonable compared to like 1 a.m. Um, and so then maybe that means putting the screens down by like 10 p.m. and picking up a book instead or, you know, listening to some like music and, and stuff like that. Um, I, I think we could do it. I And I know they usually say like, what, 30 days to like draw a habit. That seems a little bit um, long to me. Um, but even if we like try it for a week, a week and we'll see, we'll see how that how that yep. feels. Put the screens down. We'll stop the overstimulation. I think that I also have that habit of always having a TV, always having a cell phone. Yeah. Turning that off. What are some like good, calm things that you can do outside of screen time? Like, especially like I've, I do like reading some books, but like, I don't have a ton of them that I get into. So it's like, what are other things that are calm that don't involve screens? Yeah, I think listen to music yeah when I like first started dating my husband and um you know we weren't married um he constantly had music on in his room like a, a actual radio always on it drove me nuts because <laughs> he never <laughs> shut it off um and sometimes even now he'll turn music on like to fall asleep and I ensure that there is a timer on it before I go to bed because I I can fall asleep kind of you know like listening to some some music but like also I, I tend to feel like music um would would wake me up in the night yeah as well like yeah. I would hear it through my sleep somehow yeah. I don't know if that's a real thing or just a fear I think it but. would depend on the music too <laughs> yeah you know another thing I really like journaling I feel like that's mm. a really really good option and whatever that might be I know some people like have journals where they just like write a line a day and so it doesn't even have to be a lot and other people will like have journals that'll give you prompts and stuff I think there there could be some cool options there it's kind of a nice way to like unload some of your brain thoughts too yeah you know? and maybe so that will like, keep you up when you lay down and you feel like there's a list like an endless list running through your head I've never been a person who has that notebook by their bed you know yeah you think of so many things in the night but right. maybe it's almost like that <laughs> proactive notebook that yeah. you start to fill out I think that that sounds really relaxing yeah relaxing I think so too um you know it's turning into fall and winter which will be a lot darker and harder to go outside and take a little walk but I actually yeah. think that sounds really nice too to take a or even take a shower yeah <laughs> like and then go right into bed yeah good. very I feel true like that feels relaxing yeah I feel I, there are list. there are some really good options so there's alternatives to TikTok yes yes <laughs> Oh man, I don't have to do TikTok every single day. That's a <laughs> habit I will break. Yeah, no, right. I think that's a good a good kind of plan. Kay. Maybe starting next week, put the screens down by like 10 p.m. and do anything else. Yep. Um, that's a little bit more relaxing. I like it. Yeah, I think we can do it. Sweet, for sure. Let's let's go get some sleep. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And if you want to hear more Soul Source, just subscribe to our show. We're available wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can watch us too. We're on YouTube. Just look for Soul Source. 
Soul Source is brought to you by Red Shoes Inc., a leading agency specializing in crisis and strategic communications, media relations, social media, and so much more. To learn more about Soul Source and Red Shoes, visit us at redshoesinc.com.